Hi there, I'm Judy Kroon. Welcome to Relieving Stress with Mindfulness. And I'm chatting with Ananta. We are talking about the eight steps of yoga. And so far, we've covered the first six steps. Number one, control of the senses. Number two, contentment and regulation. Number three, physical postures, if you've been uh, listening to the other podcasts. Number four, breathing. Number five, withdrawal of the senses from objects. Number six, focusing upon a chosen object, which leaves us with number seven and eight. Ananta, I will uh, let you take the floor here. Okay. Um, so the, the number seven is called meditation. Um, it is the one-pointed focusing of the mind upon the transcendent. In number six, we were talking about the one-pointed mind on a chosen object, and that object could be uh, anything from a candle to a dot, etc., or a deity like a Jesus or Krishna or whatever. You can focus as you can focus your mind on that quality. In seven, it expands. It takes that. It takes the focus of an object, which is the discipline, the practice. It's like lifting weights, and then you actually a mover for your career. So you you're now really strong because you lift weights, and now you go and do your career of moving stuff around because you have developed the strength beforehand. So meditation is. Once you have developed the, the ability to focus and control and hold the mind on an object, then you move it to a more expansive uh, experience or more expansive uh, form or object or quality. Is the best word to say. So what we would do is we'd focus on uh, you focus on qualities of say compassion or on love or on light or on healing or on bliss, etc. So there's Different people can create their own uh, uh, feelings that they want to bring into their life, and uh, and then integrate those ideas on a much deeper or a subconscious level into, into their into their life. So meditation then would be someone who is completely quiet, sitting still, as we've gone over all the other other pages, had has regulated their breath. And they're now sitting in a, a still position, with a one-pointed mind focusing on a quality or transcendental quality of of life, and that in turn uh, brings us into the next step, which is samadhi. So the, the, the one-pointed mind or focus on a quality is not the same thing as merging. Or becoming, or experiencing the quality. So, the magic of meditation is that we can actually merge our consciousness with uh, other uh, aspects or qualities outside of our our, our regular realm. That would that last one is called samadhi, and there's actually two steps in samadhi, but it's the perfect union. Of an individual soul, which is in the East is called an Atman, or the small soul, or the spark within us, and the supreme soul, the Paramatman, which is uh, the Creator, the God, the Source. You, you know, there's many different ways depending on how religious or non-religious you want it. You know, you you are in the way you perceive reality. I'm not saying religion is good or bad. I'm just saying how you perceive reality. If, if you're 
spiritual and expanded state of consciousness, which uh, is in, you know, in a world of frequencies outside of our, our five sense perceptions. So Samadhi is, would be a union of uh, ourself now as a completely different uh, self. So we're sitting there in a blissful state and we not only are identifying with it externally, but we're now experiencing it internally. Okay, now I'm a little bit confused. So again, just to dumb it down for uh, dumb it down for folks, um, you had me at step number six, which was focusing upon a chosen object, focusing on a candle, for example, closing yep. your eyes and still seeing that candle. Then we jump to set, uh, step number seven, and if I'm right, we went from focusing on a candle to focusing on um, more of a state of being or an emotion, right? Like yeah, quality. Quality. So you call it quality. So a focusing tra- on a transcendental quality, meaning a higher quality. Not a, like a, a, an anger could be a quality, but you certainly wouldn't want to focus on anger. So the emotions really. The lower emotions, which usually relate to things of this world, are not really what we're going for. We're relating to higher qualities. Okay, so focusing on higher qualities. Do not focus on the lower qualities like anger and frustration. Have you been watching me meditate, Ananta? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're focusing on the higher qualities. We're focusing on the... Uh, the warm and fuzzy, the the, the bliss, the joy. <clears throat> Excuse me. The joy, the compassion. The... Okay, okay. So, and then step number eight is uh, taking it from that step of, of that state of being, of bliss, of joy, and it's a union with a uh, imagining or feeling a a higher being, whatever that may be, whatever that oh, may be yeah. for you, yeah, correct? I'll clarify, the first one, mm-hmm. seventh, Diane, would be the imagining of, of this thing, focusing on the transcendental. Uh, it, at first, we have to visualize it or think about it. So I'm thinking about and, and trying to feel bliss and trying to do that. But the next step is, is a spontaneous moving into an internal reality. Uh, that does exist. So there is a reality to bliss and to love. We, we are in our deepest nature those qualities. So the practice is to focus the mind on a transcendental quality and then it will merge spontaneously because yoga is not a contrived, it's not a mental uh, practice only. It's an experiential practice. So we want to move into the experience of our truer, higher, nature or supreme soul or join with our soul it's a merging merging process so in number seven for example when we say meditation we are uh we are imagining a higher quality like joy or bliss and then number eight is actually merging with uh, merging with that feel, actually feeling, actually experiencing, experiencing that that emotion or that quality. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. So just to recap, folks, and again, you can go back and 
uh, listen to any of these podcasts. Really, really fascinating stuff. Uh, the eight steps of yoga. Number one, uh, control of the senses. Number two, contentment and regulation. Number three, physical postures. Number four, breathing. Number five, withdrawal of the senses from objects. Six, focusing upon a chosen object. Number seven, meditation, a uh, imagining a, a higher quality, i.e. bliss, joy, happiness, love. And finally, number eight, experiencing that, feeling that higher quality of joy, of bliss, of of happiness. And uh, again, I know I'm, I'm really dumbing this down, Ananta, but I, I, I have to say my initial response to all of this is that I too thought yoga was just a physical, um, was, was just a, a form of exercise, you know, uh, sweating to the oldies. And I don't even think we've really touched on, I mean, what point do the exercises kick into this list of eight? Because it sounds like to me, these eight steps don't even involve any, do not involve a single push-up. Well, the, the, the purpose of the, of the exercises are, is strictly to keep the body healthy so that it can sit and be quiet. And of course, the byproduct of all aspects of yoga is to have a healthy, happy, joyful life. We're not supposed to be meditating all the time. We're supposed to be meditating for a period of time a day or just to keep in touch with the true quality. So, yeah, happy yoga has expanded, but it is also a system into itself in in, uh, clarifying and healing the physical form and focusing the mind and breathing is all involved with that too. So it, it does reach into that, but the problem is most of the teachings in the West don't include uh, the spiritual aspect or the higher aspect of that process. So, if you were being, uh, if you were being um, genuine in your yoga practice, uh, would you be doing the physical exercises while you were doing these eight steps, or would you be doing the physical exercises afterwards? Uh, you would do the physical exercises before you do the meditation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you do the meditation. The physical gets the body relaxed and, and flowing and energy so that there's no pain or no uh, health issues so that you're not sitting and being distracted. So okay. You if you do choose to sit for longer periods of time, a few hours or whatever. And how many, how many steps are there, eight basic steps to physical yoga before you do these eight steps to the, the mental yoga? Well, the physical yoga is broken up into many different systems now. So many people have uh, added different postures uh, to the systems. So the, pretty much the physical yoga, it, it's part of each system. It's part of the eight-step system. But it's uh, you know, the purpose is to, to, as a step. As a system itself, it's, it's every different yoga uh, culture and group has different favorites and every teacher has different favorite postures and each posture does do a specific thing they open up meridians and they open up your heart and they open up you know there's nothing i'm not saying anything negative about about uh half yoga process at all oh i think you are i think you're trashing it ananta and quite frankly i'm uh (laughs) i'm not feeling a very high quality right now (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm teasing. Ananta, by the way, if you would like more information, if you would like to uh, review these steps with Ananta, Ananta teaches, he coaches, he has all sorts of uh, workshops. Uh, he's got a, a, an amazing series of CDs. Go to the website ananta.com. A-N-A-N. TTA ananta.com and uh, and check it out because very very interesting stuff like I said I mean this is the first time that we've been able to chat Ananta I've wanted to have you on the show so many times um, but it's very eye-opening and uh, and mind-opening so so thank you very very much 